I think the current environment has forced people that even even the people that don't overreact to overreact. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I felt cautious is cautious. What but I felt is I've had super high anxiety since this has started. And yep. last night being able to go to Costco <coughs> Excuse me. and actually find some hamburger meat. Ground beef. Actually. Yeah. Actually be able to find. Uh, what else did I buy there? I got some toilet paper. I don't know. Um, Capri Sun. Well, yeah, that's just so the kids will stop drinking all the name milk because I'm tired of driving to multiple stores to find it. Crazy. I just being able to at least find some substance. Yep. Made me feel a little bit more at ease. But the. Like when when it all first hit. And we're and people were first going after all the toilet paper and stuff like that. And I asked you how much toilet paper we have. You said we have six rolls. I yeah. said, man, we better get a case. No, no, we're fine. I'm like, but we can't afford to wait until we have one to try and find a case. Normally, that's how we would do. We got one or two rolls left. Hey, can you go get some toilet paper? Right. All right, go grab another case. And we always get a 24 or a 30 pack, whatever. And then like one, two months later, we go and get the toilet paper again. But now I'm just like, things are so hard to find right now. I'm scared to get down to that last six pack and yeah. say, okay, let's go find it now. So when I saw it at Costco last night, I was like, I'm going to go ahead. I don't need six cases of toilet paper. That's absurd. But right. I'm going to go ahead and pick up that extra case. Then hopefully that will get us through this whole social distancing, quarantine, or will at least get us to the point where supply chains can catch up with the abundance. At, uh, at some point in time, people are going to run out of space. I mean, look at us. We got we got the juice boxes and the toilet paper and the paper towel sitting on the, on the floor in the yeah. dining room now because there's more than what we have room for in the house. So other households are going to eventually get at capacity, beyond capacity, and then supply chains are going to be able to catch up. Like I read, I read in a report, grocery stores are asking people to just chill the F out for a week. Yeah. Give them one week. They'll be able to get those stores restocked so, and then shop normal. And there will not be a supply deficit. That's what I was thinking about. Cause, um, you go to the stores now. I don't know how long it's really been. Because I think we found out about a week before uh, it really hit. Um I was thinking, when did that? When, when do the stores restock then? Because it's been seven days, and there's nothing back on the shelves unless I mean nothing, uh, unless they're getting restocked and then getting bought out. But they, I was really thinking about that. Like I've, I haven't seen any trucks pull up or anything. So what's happening is their grocery store workers are restocking all night. Yeah. And there are lines of people waiting for the grocery store to open. Right. And then they're going in and buying everything. Yeah. But last night. Yeah, but yeah, limits now. Yeah, which is helping, which is Gosh. helping, which is helping regulate so that people aren't buying the stores out so people can actually go. Because I went. I wonder. I saw a post on the Charles County website or Charles County Facebook page. It was nine minute old post. And it said Costco has toilet paper. Yeah. Fully stocked. Right. 
And then an hour later, somebody said, man, the, it sold out in an hour. It sold out. I was like, yeah. dang, really? Like, still? I but then when I went at, I'm not that I'm listening. I went back at, what did I go last night? About 536 o'clock? Yeah. They maybe down, had 20 cases in there. Like, it was almost right. gone. But they had some toilet paper in there. There was there was hardly anybody in the store. It was a ghost town. Yeah, I'm okay. And I that. asked the guy. I said, is this how it's been? Has it been kind of a ghost town now? He said, oh, no, in the mornings. He said, don't come in the mornings. It's an absolute madhouse. Right. There's so many people here. That's why I go it's to Safeway so... in the morning to try to catch something, but there's still nothing there. Yeah. it's. I don't, I don't want to go in the morning. I don't want to go when the crowd goes. Like right. I know that's where all my anxiety is coming from is that people are overreacting mm-hmm. and – they're creating this panic and they're creating this sensation that you you have to go you have to go now you have to you, yeah. it's so imperative that you go now or you won't be able to get anything but then so i think it's just it that. puts you in the environment of exactly what we're trying to avoid yeah you're there with this huge crowd of people mm-hmm. i don't want to be around anybody so I, I still just i wait and go later in hopes of finding something like finding some spaghetti was there was uh there was some gluten-free spaghetti which gluten-free stuff doesn't taste bad but i'm like i'm not gonna take that because people that have gluten intolerance they they need that like or they just don't need spaghetti (laughs) you're so insensitive it's true yeah but they're like they they have a lot they have a lot more restricted diet than we do so i'm not gonna take I'm not going to take the gluten-free or I'm not going to take the, the specialized foods right. that are specific for people that have different GI problems or issues. So I'm trying to find like whole wheat. It's funny though, man. You can see what people just really don't like. You can find some whole wheat noodles. Yeah. The ones that taste like booty. Um, You can find the type of, I don't know what it was. It was a... Uh, some type of almond milk or something like that. Like that was fully stocked, but there was no other. Yeah, all the soy milk and stuff. All the soy, yeah. all the yeah. lactate, all the regular no, milk. Not, well, all that yeah. stuff was gone. All that one-off milk. Get out of here! I need bovine. Yeah, but then HGH there's like this small corner. I'm like, oh, is that stuff really that bad? Like no one, no one's. We're all struggling to find yeah. it, but no one's gonna touch that one. I think I tasted that stuff. It's not good. I think I tasted soy milk or something or almond milk because it was vanilla. <laughs> That's kind of trash. We went to uh, we went down to Nags Head with some people. Canada. What did you just say? Nags Head. Okay. Hilton Head, Nags Head, somewhere, somewhere down there. Cannon and I went down there, and the person that we were staying with used almond milk. Yeah. And so he got a bowl of cereal in the morning. <laughs> this poor kid. I didn't know anything about it. That right. they just that's what they gave him. And he takes a bite and he immediately opens his mouth and just lets it all run back out. And I'm like, Cannon, yeah. what are you doing? That's so rude. He's like, This stuff tastes so bad. Yeah. I'm like, what is it? And I taste it. I'm like, oh, it doesn't taste bad, but it doesn't taste good. It tastes off. Yeah. But it was almond milk. But he just immediately he immediately just leaned over, opened his mouth, like I ain't I ain't ingesting that. Trash, though. Almond milk is trash. But I was gonna say, I wonder how much power these stores have, the managers or whatever, because it seems like as soon as this thing hit and those stores were packed, even more so Costco's and Macros and all the big big places. 
it seems like they could have went up and said, okay, stop. Because everything's on the internet now. They could have said, stop. You're not buying 50 cases. Because of what happened, what was announced eight minutes ago. I wonder how much power they have. I don't think any. They have to get all this stuff from they corporate. They had to get it from corporate, yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, maybe that's a chain of command thing where the manager's like, these people are trying to buy 100 cases of this stuff. Regardless if we're a warehouse store or a shop right or a Safeway or whatever, IGA, not that it's unfair, but it's going to cause this ripple effect that will make the store be, uh, be in a bad spot because we're yeah. sold out of everything. We'll be in the black for sure. This week for the whole quarter. <laughs> Got it. Yo, I'm thinking but like grocery same, stores are like, oh man, we're raking in the dough right yeah, now. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, well, you still want to provide that service. So you can buy as many frozen pizzas, but the stuff like, uh, what is it? Uh, like the toilet paper is a paper towel. Like not the, I'm trying to figure out what to say. Like the milk, like the real stuff. They can get you through a shelter in place kind of kind of situation, which I don't think we knew was going to be that. But even then, the, the panic, even here when it snows, people buy up all this eggs and milk. And yeah. Like, ah, you <laughs> dumb, dumb. You can't. What's that going to get you? Three weeks. And I say that to say this in uh, not Lexington, Kentucky anymore. It's probably pretty populated with all these farm places. They were probably like, oh, man, that's messed up. We got to go to town. They went to town. There's not stuff. Yeah, okay. We got a farm. Like, we're okay. I think in the, the, the panic is often, even in movies, right? It's often with the city folks. But I think the city folks feed off of each other. Because if there was one guy in line with 10 cases of toilet paper, you go, ah, that guy's a, a nut job. But the one guy saw the other guy and saw the other guy. And what's on the news? Did you see the just, the footage, though, where they opened Costco and people ran? I mean, there was just, like, I masses just, running for the toilet paper. I don't like, understand the toilet paper. I don't understand the toilet paper at all, either. I, like, you wanna, you wanna, like, that was the first thing to go. I think uh, I heard I heard somebody talk about it was some kind of... There was going to be a shortage or something. But I don't understand the logic behind that. If I knew, again, like we were talking about the vegetables or something. If I knew all we had were 10 apples until the next harvest or whatever came in, I can't have my normal four apples in the morning. I got to only eat one like that. And so if you only have one case of toilet paper, like 18 pack, whatever the heck we get, yeah, that's what you have. You better use four squares. You know, but honestly. You better fold them up, double, triple, and just get a finger coverage. I mean, or just make it work. We, or we, just take a shower. Or we've gone from, we've gone away from it, which is kind of gross. I don't know how you want to look at it. Just get you a, a wash rag. Like, whatever you have to do if you know that this is all the toilet paper we have. Oh, we were talking about that because um, baby wipes sold out real yeah. quick. And, and my mom... This is off. What do you mean? It's supposed to be up and back. Oh. We're talking about the cameras. You'll see it on the YouTube. But my mom video. was like, when you guys were kids, we didn't even have baby wipes. They what used rags. About? Yeah. White babies. She's like, just use some just rags. like diapers. Yeah. Like, you see that lady crying? How are you supposed no. to? Oh, it was on, I think it was on TikTok. But she was basically saying, oh, you guys are buying in bulk. I can't afford to buy in bulk. How am I supposed to put diapers on my baby? And I'm thinking, that's when you go hippie. There's nothing wrong with a daggone burlap sack or whatever people used to use. I don't know. But diapers aren't eternally, weren't eternally available. Well, yeah, people forget about very primitive ways to. And it's, it's okay. Primitive solutions. Yeah. Like we See? have come up with so many 
conveniences, but none of those solved a problem. Dude, they she, just became more convenient. And she said that, and I, I thought, oh, it does make sense. But then, you know me, I'm thinking, you record this on a $1,000 phone, aren't you? You got a flat screen TV in your house. All these things that no one I thinks about. Argument. Yeah, but, but uh, people usually buy that stuff in like payments, and then they run themselves even listen but it's still the fault of them to it go is. i got a kid now let me get a flip phone well you spent you spent you paid a thousand you're only gonna right, get I mean, you could for turn it. around and point okay. the fingers but you can turn around and point the fingers but i don't know that you've ever lived i don't know that you've ever lived in that to fully understand no. how quickly it gets out of control and once once you're upside down there's no getting out there's no climbing out you need some extraordinary circumstances yeah to get, get yourself that. out of that so I've been there and I relate to them and I understand how hard that is and people are bulk buying. So yeah, I, I get that. I'm talking about the so lady. I can go in like, there oh. and buy oh, freaking $8 a pound for a burger. Like this is ridiculous. Yeah. But they've, they've jacked the prices up on, on food. Yep. So I can go in there and I can buy this more expensive food. This? What are you talking about? I can go in there and I can buy this more expensive food and make sure that, hey, we have enough for the next two weeks and throw stuff in the freezer right. in case it needs to be after that. And, hey, we ate this and this. When I go out, I can replace that and keep that stock built up because we have enough disposable income to make sure that we do that. Yeah. But rewind 10 years ago, I could not have done that. There's no right, way. Yeah. Like I was so strapped so thin and just making it that I could just afford what we needed for the week. There was no way I was going to be able to stock more than that. Right. And sure, I made some poor choices, but then life just happened too. And you met me. Hmm. Wow. I was out before that. Hopper, I had party of two. <laughs> How do you really feel about this though? The whole everything? Because I feel like... I feel I'm like gonna, we are completely opposite on this, where I'm the one that's anxious, nervous, like hypersensitive to making sure everything is clean and very aware. Yeah. And then I feel like you're just more uh, it's just kind of everyday life. Yeah, I think it's uh, it was like Afghanistan with death. I, ha I have to go. So that just automatically numbs me to anything. If I had a corporate job or whatever it is where I'm like, they're like, stay at home, then I'd probably be a little more panicked. But I'm looking at it like everyone, and this this is literally what it is. Everyone else stay at home, unless you're a car dealership, liquor store, McDonald's, whatever. Stay at home, quarantine. It's in your best interest to go out, get what you need, get to get back home, done. Even uh, I was thinking about <clears throat> going to the hardware store, and they close at five. They change their hours, so even they've changed their stuff. Lowe's. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, I think it was Lowe's. They, they changed their hours, either eight o'clock or five, something like that. But I think because I'm the guy who has to still go, okay, man. You know what I mean? Like, you can really, you can real live quarantine. Like you go out and get groceries, cool. Mail off your packages, cool. Have, you know, have somebody pick, come pick your stuff up, fine. So as soon as they were, as soon as they said, no, 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 you, you got to go, Armand. I was like, well, there's, there's the quarantine. There's the protecting your family. Because other than uh, setting this house up where I couldn't, you couldn't even do it. But if that garage wasn't set up, I have to go into the garage, right? 
drop my clothes, have a new sanitized set of clothes, all my stuff from work stays there, get in the shower. Like I'd have to have this have to be this whole true uh quarantine setup to not contaminate to not cross contaminate the home. But as soon as it was said, you know, this virus is, you know, uber contagious, um, but you still have to go, it's like, well, okay. You know? I think a, a big part of it is that. On top of me just kind of like, yeah, all right, man. Let's maintain whatever cleanliness, you know, plus 10. So wash your hands multiple times. Like you spray your keys off with the Lysol. Like, all right, well, let's do that stuff also. But the bigger thing is you got to leave. That's what a lot of people are saying at work. They're like, well, what about us? Because even now, not to give out too much, they're – so we have this kind of checkpoint now before you go onto this other part – onto this other part, right? But the checkpoint's useless. It's it's overexposing us now to potential infected people. It's like it's a it's a precaution for the people, but not for us. So it it's counterintuitive is not the right word. What type of PPE it, did they give you guys? Nothing. The same gloves that I can sneeze on, be sick, sneeze on or bleed on, then wipe them in your face and you get sick. That's why when the rubber glove thing came out, I was like, oh, okay, that's great. And I started thinking about it. I go, well, if it's contagious, it's a cold. If I sneeze on my glove or get snot or anything and wipe it on your hand, anything, and then you wipe it on your face, you're still content. You're still hit. The only way to truly eliminate it is to wear the full bio suit. That's the only way to be face-to-face with somebody with Ebola or uh, whatever other contagious stuff. And not get it, but even then, to take the suit. Well, off, the gloves, the gloves, the gloves don't do anything for you if you touch your face. That's what I'm Nothing. saying. Nothing. We don't have. And that's so the thing. There's no to. precaution. So, so when I leave the house, um, I lice all the things in the house that we mostly that you touch. I feel like a house, other than the stuff that you bring in and then we clean behind you, is is safe. Yeah. I feel like my car safe. I get to wherever I got to go. I put gloves on. I get out of the car. I go do what I need to do. Yep. And then I come back to the car. Before I touch my keys or anything like that, I turn the gloves inside out like a surgeon would do so that I'm clean. Then I touch my keys, get in the car, sanitize, and over-sanitize. And everything I touch getting into the car, I re-sanitize. So if any way... So then I'm not worried about my car. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm good in my car. Right. But I use the gloves as a way to just create a barrier from bringing something into the car, which I want to bring into the house. Mm-hmm. So I use the gloves as a barrier. When I take the gloves off, I sanitize as another barrier. And then that way, I mean, it's probably overkill, but I'm totally the person that rather safe than sorry. I wish that when Hogan got on, the other day and announced yeah, that. Y'all thought he was going to be like, that's it. Dude, I'm, I am. Oh, I know that you say it's scary. I'm okay with martial law when it comes to stuff like this. Like, no, I'm this just saying is it's, something. I'm saying it's scary because it can go so far. It's beyond martial law. Hey, get in the house. It's you're, out, mean, of the, you're out of the house. I get to shoot you. That's martial law. Don't, right. don't get it twisted. Like, oh, they'll just shoot us away. No, you're out. You're breaking the federal enforced law. 
by local police and military. We're all one team. I'm now. okay with police officers and military patrolling the streets and making people go back in their house. I'm okay with that. Right. I'm okay with a show of force. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm a rule follower, so I don't give a damn. Yeah. It's the hooligans up here that throw the party in the <laughs> in the stinking field yeah. with the DJ and mass congregating. Those are the people that are going to get sick. I wonder and they're going to pass it to all the other people that aren't going to survive. And then when my kid gets sick because somebody was stupid, there's not going to be hospital bed for them. Right. I That's what I'm worried spike. about. What, go have the party? I think yeah. this is because they were told they can't. Yeah, that's weird. But it's like stuff like that. And then it's people, you you look at people on Facebook complaining. And, and I even saw a nurse that said, why should I have to accommodate my lifestyle or change my lifestyle to accommodate the elderly? That's their, I'm like, you're a nurse. Yeah. Now yeah. she's seen COVID and she's got this whole new, excuse me, this new perspective on it. But I'm yeah. thinking even before you saw it, they have to do all the same things that we have to do. And they're just more vulnerable because of their age and who they are and all that stuff. Yeah. That's your parents. That's your grandparents. That's going to be you one day. You would hope that the younger generations would have any type of common courtesy for you. It's just, I've seen a lot of greatness come from this and I've seen a whole lot of stuff that I just think is disgusting. Yeah. A safe way do. Um, I didn't, I guess I'm violating. They do, uh, I think it's seven to eight or six to seven is uh, elderly hours. You went up in there? Yeah. You know why? And this is, I don't understand this. Hey, man, make your signs a different color. There's 17 sheets of white paper. Oh, black yeah. Type. You I'm had like, to sit well, there for 10 minutes to read them all. Like the, the one I see is eye level and it's on both doors and it says, sorry for the inconvenience, sold out a hand sanitizer and light. So I'm like, ah, okay. And then the one I saw about the uh, elderly, I went out of the other door. And I think it's on the exit or something. But it said it, like between 6 and 7 or something is elderly hours. And I was like, ah, I'm out here just trying to get me a couple boxes of cookies. When it's, you know, somebody's... You trying uh, to get cookies right now? abuela is trying to get... Uh, yeah. Cookies. That's, that, I, you know what? Mm, it's in the store. It's not selling. <laughs> They're baking them right back there. Yeah, I'm getting cookies. Oh Lord! Yellow cake. You making special cake. trips for cookies? We're I'll, all we're all gonna die. We are doomed in this house. He's making special Lysol. trips for co- you. Browse. Let me see that bottle. No. Let me see. Somebody will come over here and steal it. Yo, that's from before the virus ever hit. That's something, right? Like that box of wipes I got it that Wednesday, because we already knew about. No, I mean, this is like months. I, we, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not a germaphobe, so. I mean, I, we've had this for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> very long time. I don't remember. I think I, it's just the trash can Lysol. It's just when the Lysol, when the no, trash can kills cold and flu viruses. Right, but that's what I use it for. Is I spray it in the trash can, and the trash can stinks. Because normally I'll take the trash can, I'll wash it every once in a while. But if it stinks, when I take it back, I spray some Lysol in there. Kills the hollow, following household germs in ten minutes. Hepatitis A. Uh, polio virus type one, herpes simplex virus type one and you two. You bring down. What the, what do you spread? I guess I don't know. How do you get herpes on the table? Uh, <laughs> influenza B. I know the wipes said Corona also. Really? Yeah. The Lysol wipes said coronavirus. Blah blah blah. Um, 
But yeah, like that. I wish, I wish I could go back because I picked that big set at dollar ninety nine Seven Eleven wipes up. I that was, but I'm telling you, wanted to yell at you. But that was Wednesday when we were talking about there's Corona virus and then there's not. Oh man, Corona and nine O virus or something. There's another one out that somebody got up there. So they were like, "Hey, you can't go into these buildings because that's where the whole team was. That, that from the the kid has it. The teams were in those buildings. You can't go in there. You yeah, can't work? do yeah." So I was like, everybody was like, "Ah, okay, cool." And then this coronavirus push came, and uh, by then I was I was sick. I think it was that Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever it was. So I was like, "Well, let me get this. Uh, let me get these wipes for the car. We'll wipe it down, all that stuff." And then when I got them, it was the the dollar ninety nine pack. I'm like, oh sweet, because the the Lysol, the Clorox joints were seven ninety nine, and there was a skinny bottle. I'm like, I'm not getting no seven ninety nine. You went cheap. Yeah. On disinfectant. Yeah. I'm gonna pay twenty two dollars for a can of spray. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I don't I don't know what the heck is going on with it. I do. I was thinking about uh. I was thinking about like mostly, uh, mostly him, right? Because the youngest cut, she, she doesn't know. There's no real difference. You uh, know, birthday late in the year, right? But for people now, junior high, high school, hey man, you got to do a whole nother year of college or uh, school. No, I'm not. You're, you're going to graduate in 2019. You're in 2020 now, and depending on somebody's life plan and all that, that's hard. Now, if they keep it to where it's about May or something, you can fudge the numbers in the summer and be like, look, well, you only get three weeks off a summer break and then you fall right back, you know, when school traditionally starts. But I was just thinking about that, not maybe not for junior high kids, but high school for sure, because not a lot of people, there's a few people out there that have these very rigid plans. Well, I'll graduate when I'm 17. That means I can do this and this and this. And, you know, have all I think the seniors are in the roughest boat. Like yeah. They could have things lined up to start immediately following. What about people? What about dude? I'd have been, I'd have been screwed, because I enlisted when I was seventeen and had a ship date and all that stuff, and so then I shipped three weeks after graduating. Whose car is that? That's it. Someone's trying to steal our toilet paper. Is that your car? I don't know. I don't see my lights going off. You'd see my lights. Can't even see a car. Oh, it's across the street. Straight oh, across. Messing up our podcast. No, it's all right. I got two. Yeah, I feel like seniors are getting gypped the most. Like, <sighs> Yeah, I saw one crying. Oh, my prom. I was thinking. But that's what's important at that age yeah. to them. Like, they don't think about, oh, they don't think about the broader concept about any of it. Like, our oldest thinks that because he's 18, he's exempt because there's no reports of 18 year olds. He's good to go. I'm like, that's how it works. Yeah. Like, they have that mindset right now. They don't think outside of their immediate little bubble and what makes them happy. There's some, there, you know, there's an anomaly, but by and large, like that, that's something they've been looking forward to. And, and here you only get to go, I think your junior and senior year where I went to school, you go to prom every, you know, all four Are years. Are you serious? Yeah. What kind of nonsense is that? 
63 people in my graduating class. If we didn't all go, it wasn't a party. No, when I went to high school, it was all every year. Freshmen, seniors were taking Oh, you freshmen. got all year too? Yeah. Yeah, That's here nuts. you have to be, um, you can take somebody from a different grade, but I think the only people that can buy the tickets are juniors and seniors. What? There's so many kids. Okay, get a bigger facility. I think they did. I Charge mean, I, them out, whatever. So uh, I think that around, like, that's something that you really look forward proms. to. Yeah. I never went to a prom. Yeah, I couldn't go. And now that I didn't go, I'm thinking, eh. Yeah. Yeah. It is expensive <laughs> for no damn reason. I feel bad for them. I mean, I, I can, my senior year, well, my senior year, I only did half days, but. There's so much stuff that you look forward to in your senior year, and it's your last year, and then to be completely robbed of that at that age, and that just to process that at that age, I don't think I would have processed it very well either. No, I think, but I think too, there's parenting. Like, look, this is bigger than your Instagram account. Like, look, look at the world thing. Right, but we have so much more experience, and we're able to do that. Trying to, trying to get your child to, they're not going to realize it until they are five years out, eight years out, 10 years out. And then they're going to look back and be like, oh, it really wasn't a big deal that I lost out of the last three months of my senior year. Right. I don't know. I just think it, I just look at it like, uh, you're talking about the oldest. I don't know if anybody's really told them it's, it was really just like the cold. That's as, as easy as you can, can as you can catch it. Now that on the back end, that's the yeah, problem. Yeah, but that's the problem is that people are saying it's just like a cold. It, no, like, no, it's not just. It's just like a cold. I mean, it can be transmitted that way. Right. So sniffing and sneezing and all that stuff. And what I think is that's the association is well, old people are dying from it. No, 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 no. It's not the point of who's dying. It's catching it and then you have to fight it off. Because you know people that have, uh, I don't know if you know people, some people will get sick and because of their bad hygiene, they'll be, they'll have a cold for three months. Right. And you're like, what is wrong with you? And you go to their house or somebody, they never wash their hands. It's just gross people. And you go, that's why they still have it. Well, most people get sick. They Basically, they shut their own self down. They don't go out a lot. I don't know about washing hands and all that stuff, but they're just more cautious and they take whatever medications and they get through it. So I think the confusion is that they think that well it's an old folks thing it's an old folks concern but it it is but it's like any other thing it's just like hey don't play around on the porch when it's snow because you might break your hip your grandmother broke her hip and never healed the threat isn't not healing the threat is breaking your hip and i think people are looking at it like well mine will heal back that's not the point the point is you don't want to catch it to have to worry about it healing because you may mess around and be the only 18-year-old catches or breaks your hip and it doesn't heal. And now you're the first case where it doesn't heal. But what heal. I think, I think a huge disconnect with people are is that so many people say, <laughs> you're such a good We never look at the camera. So many people say, because I look at you when I speak. We got to change the setup then. Um, so many people say it's, it's very much, it's like a cold. Mild, it's going to feel like a cold, a mild symptoms or a mild case is going to be feel like a cold. It's transmitted like the cold, cold and flu is referenced so heavily mm-hmm. that people aren't paying attention to the severity of it. My concern with it and what I, I wish a lot of people would understand is not that I can get it and beat it. Yeah. 
It's that in the rare chance that I can't, there are not going to be any hospital beds or ventilators available to help me. And then they're going to look at me and they're going to say, you have comorbidities, you're done. We're not picking you. You're not going to survive. And they're going to have to choose who gets to survive and who doesn't. So if you're overweight, you're done. Mm -hmm. If you have any underlying issues, you're done. You're not getting picked. So our kids would get picked, but you and I would both not get a ventilator. We would not be picked. And so that's just... To me, that's silly to put myself even in that category of somebody else getting to pick if I live or die based off of any comorbidities or anything like that. And then I also think that people have a false sense of security because overseas, the people that were dying were the elderly. Yep. In America, it's 18 to 54 is who's getting hit and dying. I mean, elderly are too. But we have way more younger people in America getting hit. America is a very unhealthy nation. Mm-hmm. If you compare us to overseas and you go overseas and you look at people, there are a couple cultures that have heavy set people, but it is a sign of wealth and it is something that they strive for. Like in Afghanistan, in Afghanistan, you are, if you are heavy, you are wealthy okay. because you can afford food, yeah. really. So there are some more, um, there are some cultures that are still like that, right. but America is is lazier than every other culture. America is gluttonous compared to every other culture. America is full of fast foods. I mean, America has so many things going against them. And, yeah. and after going and spending so much time in third world countries and traveling around the world, you really see how much we've handicapped ourselves with all this stuff by becoming so westernized and doing all these things we're in the west so right but if you look at it the virus is not going to be the same here because we are not the same as anybody else we are a very unhealthy nation so for people to have this false sense of security well i'm not in the elderly age bracket i'm not high risk well There are people that have had a respiratory respiratory problem when they were a child that wasn't really a big deal. It healed, it outgrew it, whatever. It's underlying enough that it's killing them. Yeah, sometimes uh, there's a guy at work. uh, He got diagnosed with something. They they just tagged it as, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Oh, man, hereditary? What's the one that's in your family? Hereditary? Yeah. It's a hereditary issue. And he's like, I'm 23. How does this pop up now after all these tests? And I was telling him it may be that. It may be that you turn a certain age no different than being lactose intolerant or all of a sudden liking and being able to tolerate hot sauce at 30. It may be something maybe from your bloodline where now that you're this age, you mess around and drink a Dr. Pepper and boom, now, now it's a condition. Um, I don't know what the heck we were talking about. I just think that people are underestimating the severity of this. Oh, think, the lung thing. I think that the virus itself is not terrifying. Right. If one person got the virus or a handful of people got the virus and they could have all of the medical care and all of the... Were you stretch. back in high school? Yeah, man. If, if it was just a couple people... It really wouldn't be a big deal, but yeah. because you can carry it for 14 days and infect everybody you come in contact with because of the nature of it and how quickly it can spread. I mean, but I, I want to I want to see 
a cold. How long do you have a cold before you have it? Because I've personally, you kind of get the sniffles and not feeling under the weather and boom, then it hits. And you'll have that cold for maybe five day, five full days of sneezing, runny nose, feeling like crap. Not to downplay the actual uh, virus, corona thing, but I want to see that comparison. Because as you see on the news and these outlets, they're telling you the contaminated is going up 7,000%. Okay, but, but how many are, are getting fixed? Those numbers coming out way later. Even if it's three, you can go, okay. They're not this now, one up. but yeah, in the this beginning they were. But... Yeah, this one up, but we, you know, six up, six people are cured or whatever. But and in then, the beginning, everybody was just getting it. You have to give it two, three weeks before you can start getting people that are recovered. If you look at the infection rate versus the recovery rate, yeah, the recovery rate is way slower. So they have a new, um, you I think it's on CDC. Um, you can go and you can look at every country and you can see what their infection rate is right. today, how many they um, increased from yesterday. Yeah. You can look at their death rates and you can look at their recovery rates. Their yeah. infection rates are in the thousands, but I think tens of thousands, and the recovery rates are in the hundreds. But I think that's because of how it, it's like a, a accordion, because they'll go, "Oh man, this is pretty bad. Let's start testing people with cold symptoms." So all these people thought they had colds or whatever, or just got mono. Oh, they have it. So those numbers will spike. Vice the cure because they they know yesterday knew ten people had it. Today, you know, 170 have it. So, like you're saying, they have to play through that 170 to see who's going to get better and who's going to have it Monday and be dead Friday. But it was it's almost as if they're not – I think the – how you say? The information is skewed. Oh, the information is totally skewed because, because but the because, test results that are coming because, out today are tested a week ago. But they're testing so many now. Before, it was like – the doc was like, ah, you got a cold. Ah, like – like, right, I'm not so sure you know it hasn't saying? been here in the United States for a while. I'm That's not so I mean. sure that we didn't have it. I'm not so sure that everybody if, if somebody, that is talking about this new strain of flu this year that is so much worse right. and takes three weeks to get over, well, they never tested us for a coronavirus. That yeah. strain of flu that is so crucial, like brutal but this the, year. But the people that died in, what month is this? March, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. What month is what month was last month? February. February. People that died in February. <laughs> people that died in February from a flu or the cold was just that, period. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like we agree. Uh, oh, it's like matrimony. <laughs> that's the that's the uh what do you call it thing? That's but the they're thing. saying, like they said, oh, the flu this year is way worse. Yeah. But then you go in and you don't test positive for the flu and you don't test positive for strep. So like what the heck did you have? And whatever you had Whatever I had you got from me. Whatever I had, they told me to go home and relax. I was like, What? <laughs> it's like, yeah, if you're still feeling bad in seven days. I'm like, All right, man, that's cool. Yeah, they probably knew you had the corona. I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked. Like Mm-mm. just the way that the way that people describe how they feel that are uh, infected right now and they're going through it. Like I have several symptoms that don't match, but then I have several symptoms that match. So like, yeah. But I think I look at that tough too because I think you don't want to become a hypochondriac or the right. WebMD person. That's why I got I mean, got, if they had an at-home test, I would have tested myself. Well, yeah, but they had an at-home test for a lot of stuff you would. But I just... There's at-home pregnancy was, tests. When this was, was before... Home. 
this was before anybody was worried about Corona being in the United States. Right. And uh, like, this is what, three weeks, four weeks ago when uh, whatever. I don't know. I'll check my receipt but for my Lysol thing. For whatever reason, I don't even really know why, but you and I both, without even talking about it, treated this time getting sick way different than we ever have treated ever. Well, there's we more always risk sleep too. in bed. Well, we always sleep in bed when the other one's sick. Like we don't. Really? Yeah. No. We, yeah. When Cadence was born and I got when, sick, y'all was, didn't touch me. That's because that we had a newborn. Weeks. That was it. That was the only time. What? But other than that, yeah, man, you over there sniffling, I'm in the bed. Yeah, I'm sniffling, you're in the bed. But yeah. this time you were like, mm-mm, I ain't sleeping in here. Right. And so for Well, I was trying to week, catch it too because I have to leave. Like, I have to be out in the elements. Right, the whole week. So I was up there in that room the whole week by myself. Right. And then you got sick and we flip-flopped and I moved down to the couch and you were up to the room. Yeah. I mean, I ain't even kissed you in a month. Mm. I'm kind of paranoid now. I'm like, mm, I don't want to kiss him. He has to go out every day. Yeah. What if he has it? I love you, but what's going to happen? Who's going to take care of these kids? I don't know, man. Ward of the state. There's no family here. Yeah. So we don't have a lot. Oh, I mean, that's tough to think about. Dude, what? we got to record another one so we can talk about that movie. You said we we're going to talk about uh, Gabriel, the court Ooh. case of Gabriel. Yeah, we got to talk about that. You can't bring that. that into this one. It's no, too long. No, I'm saying, but we ha- I have to say it because- when we watched it, we were like, we got to talk about it. We have to talk about it. And then well, we now, got we're, now we're talking about, yeah. Yeah, we got sick in our, our little stash of episodes. Thanks a lot, Corona. <laughs> Appreciate right that. Right up. Yeah. How do you feel? What do you think about? Um, Ooh, mm-hmm. posing a question to the listeners. No, I'm talking to you. Oh, man. You, you are the conspiracy theorist in this yeah. relationship. It's what not do you a theory think? if it's real. What? What do you the think? The government killed JFK. You ain't letting me talk. Go ahead. What do you think about the people that are saying that the government created this virus for population control? That's nonsense. I think so too. Because so again, do we do we have to bring up the Tuskegee? Uh, what was that thing <laughs> called? The Tuskegee experiment. They uh, gave syphilis to black folks to basically see the effects. That's government controlled and government instituted. Uh, uh, disease spreading. The difference is they control it. You can't do that. I mean, you could, but you can't do that with the threat of your whole, uh, I keep using this, chain of command being taken out also because that's too much chaos. It's no different than, um, <laughs> it's no different than uh, Oliver North selling drugs to the Contras and sending drugs to Los Angeles, putting it in the black neighborhoods. It's no different than, uh, I forget what it's called, blocking. Oh, it's not blockchaining. It's called something, but um, in the 50s, I think. I'm just pulling that year out of my decade, out of nowhere. But the banks wouldn't allow blacks to get loans for houses in certain neighborhoods. And that's why if you look at L.A. now, L.A. specifically, they're all kind of blocked off in certain, and black folks are in certain neighborhoods. And you may look at that and go, that's because they're broke. No, 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 no. That was set up decades before. The banks would go, no, you can't do that. I've heard stories about, hey, man, the black folks are moving in. You better sell your property. That was a way that uh, realtors got people out of there. You know what I mean? And that it's a whole twisted thing with gentrification nowadays. 
if you get into gentrification, like what's gentrification? Is that is that only when someone outside of your race comes in and builds the property value up, or can it be people of your race? Traditionally, white folks buy out black folks or Hispanic neighborhoods, raise the rent, redo the uh, houses, turn apartments into condos, jack the rent up five hundred bucks, and get all those other people out. Um, but as far as the government instituting a uh, a disease, it's way too dangerous to do it this way. You have to be able to control it. It's I'm telling you, it's it's like giving guns to war fighters and saying, "Go ahead, go." And that's what happened after Saddam Hussein got toppled. That's why all these different factions popped up all through was it Iraq, and it was chaos because they had one, they had somebody controlling them, or at least keeping them at bay. They could take orders. They knew Saddam was ruthless. As soon as he was gone, everybody did their own thing. You cannot institute a uh, government can't institute something like this unless they have a vaccine. But that's still a very dangerous game to play because every uh, congressman, congress, congressman, um, is old. You can't take. You can't. There's no twenty year old congressman. Oh, that probably is right. One, but most of them are old. All those Senate guys, old. They are, again, they can't slip and fall and break a hip without it taking seven months to heal. It's too dangerous to institute something like that. They could. They could do a lot of stuff. But it's just dangerous. You can't do it that way. Tuskegee experiment is the way to do it. Do you think that... Um... And join the military because everybody gets these shots. Yeah. And you oh, don't know. yeah, I got all this. Black, white, Hispanic, Samoan, Indian. They know what you are. That's why you have to fill out what it is, what you are. You're not just a number. They go, ooh, let's see what this does to the Samoans. You know what I'm saying? They could do it then if you're going to do it. There's better ways to institute chaos, man. <laughs> There's better ways to, to, to try stuff out. Do you think the other thing that I see a lot of people arguing about, of course, it's always political stuff that people are arguing about, and I think it's just dumb. It's a waste of time. But people are arguing that... <clears throat> The stimulus package cool. that um, Trump is trying to do where each adult is going to get $1,000, each child gets $500 or whatever. Yeah. So some people are saying it's, it's just that. Right. The stimulus. That's the government trying to make sure that our economy doesn't completely crumble and families can still somewhat get by. And then other people are like, oh, that's socialism. I'm like, I don't know how you're... I don't... I'm not a huge political person. Socialism by giving away yes. money? Yes. People are arguing that, that is socialism. What's socialism? And so my understanding of socialism is that the, the hard workers work hard, and then there's the people that don't work, and everybody gets the same amount. Yeah. That, that's what that's socialism. So I don't understand how people are. I mean, they, I see these people arguing me, Very extremely arguing. Let me read but I'm, this. I'm looking at it. It's just a stimulus or a buyout. It's not. Let me read this definition. Socialism, a political and economic theory of social organization, uh, which advocates that the means of production, distribution, and exchange should be owned or regulated by the community as a whole. So, yeah. I yeah, make so $100,000. No I make ten. I still get one loaf of bread. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, it's it's not socialism at all. It, so it is exactly what it is. It's a, it, it say what you say however you want to say it. It's a kickback. 
That's all this from the government. The government is in debt trillions of dollars, right? Every day, every hour, every minute goes up. The government is literally printing money. Hey, give us some of it back if you're going to quarantine us and tell us not to go anywhere and shut businesses down, right? Follow me, shut businesses down. You're going to compensate that. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, compensation, right? That's fine. The other option is and what's that place called? Grill 13? Yeah. The lady just shut down. She's like, I can't afford to stay open. She's hemorrhaging money, right? And I don't know what part of it is, what part, where where she's hemorrhaging money because I've heard some businesses, you know, oh, the the, the mechanic guy. He was like, yeah, man, it costs me $5,000 a month to turn the lights on in this place. So he has to at least make five to pay those bills and then the wages. And, and right, if you stuff. have an actual small business and you're in a location outside yeah. of your home you have an extensive overhead and then you have employees that you have to pay you have all these things that whether a customer comes in or not you're you paying out pay yeah so you have to generate enough customers to cover that and then clear that yeah. like there are people there are there are multi-million dollar companies that are going to have serious financial ramifications of this even though they're multi-million dollar companies because no, so, they are they are hemorrhaging so much in overhead right. that two weeks of being shut down is going to topsy-turvy them. So uh, what I was getting at was uh, this was in the 80s with Reaganomics. Reaganomics? Yeah, Reaganomics, trickle-down theory. They're going to cut taxes on the, the company owners. And in theory, that money the company owners are pocketing, they'll give to their employees. A lot of owners just kept the money. So Reaganomics failed. The trickle-down theory failed. So that's the one way the government can get involved. The other way is for it has to be a, a personal uh, has to be a personal call or corporate call or whatever. Where uh, what is that? So I'm trying to think of places that shut down. Whatever place shuts down, the owner of that district or whatever says all right well this is what we're going to do i was thinking about man i have whole podcasts in my brain <laughs> this is this is what i was saying he the the ceo or whoever it is the cfo says okay well we're not essential we have to shut down right the first two weeks we're going to give you 100 percent of your paycheck right if it keeps going on every week or whatever it's going to have to drop 10 percent the lowest will go is 40% of your hourly wage or whatever it is. But that's all we can do without firing everyone. That would have to be such a, Costco would have to make that call. You know what I mean? That's the only way to save face without laying people off. Because right. if I lay people off for these two weeks or however long, hey, we're only open six hours a day anyway. Nobody's pulling 40 hours anymore. I can start cutting health benefits too. Like there's all these things. So I think it has to be local. The government can step in. No, I but never then, even thought about that. All the people who got laid off. What happens to their health benefits? It's gone too. If it's like if it's like me, they have it for ninety days. There has to be some sort of grace period. It don't have to be, but I would think so. Um, yeah, because if the government mm. comes in and says you have to do it, then it puts it puts the companies at a, in a pickle, where we have to, we have to shut this branch down. We have to shut that one down to pay for this other one. Vice, the company themselves saying, let's sit back, let's do this. There was a guy, a guy, a landlord in Ohio, in Cincinnati, who dropped his rent to 100 bucks a month. Yeah, I think the so landlords like, well, right, that man. have come together and just waived 
the rent or lowered it like that. Yeah. I think those are some phenomenal people. But I mean, my, so, those type of people have so many properties that they can afford to do that. And I think it's I think it's fantastic that they're stepping up and they're doing that. But if you uh so my brother does it, right? It's called a slush fund. But basically it's just run over money. And it's not for that, but it is for that. It's for the yeah, person getting you get. kicked out. You got three, five, three or four grand. You can go in and fix the place up, put it back on the market. Right. So if something like this happens, and don't get it twisted, folks. You're paying for rent or your mortgage, right? It's more than what you have to pay to cover it. So they're getting this hundred bucks, two hundred, depends on whatever. And don't let the place be paid off, right? So they're getting all this money. They can do whatever they want. You know what I'm saying? They could do that every Christmas if they want to. Hey yeah. man, September, was it October, November, December? Three hundred dollars. I got y'all, right? Smart person wouldn't spend it on toys. Smart person would take that other, other six hundred bucks or whatever it is, throw that in a bank account and be fine with it. I don't know. I don't think uh, the stimulus package is socialism. That's nuts. No, no, I don't think it is either. I read these posts on Facebook and I just want to, just want to be like you. The guys socialism are idea is great. Idiot. Socialism idea is great. Fire departments, socialists. Here's a big pot of money. Go get your fire trucks. You got six, six houses or fire houses. Okay, go get your trucks. Here's one monies. Go get your trucks. Socialism, right? It's great. Works for them. Only problem is, we need all new Quint trucks, right? Because that's the new thing. This firehouse can't get it before that one because it comes from the same pot of money. It's the only problem. But if this Walgreens up here needs something, oh man, they're in the black for three quarters in a row. They can go get the new lights or whatever. The one over on on Brandywine or something, they can't. Because they don't have as good as a bit. They don't have a good business. It works. I just no, don't I'm think, not trying to live in a world of socialism. I don't think that. I, I don't just think don't this think, check is. A, I don't, think that. Yeah, I just think that people that are trying to say, oh, it, I, it's just there are people that are saying that Trump just created this because it's an election year. I mean, the things that are coming. The, so the election why, year thing is real. Every not every election year, but look back on all the election years. What's the, I don't follow politics for uh, this reason. You go look it up. You. What I'm saying is. What's that guy just talked about? Saddam Hussein got captured, right? He got captured election year. Uh, what's the guy? Bin Laden got killed. No, election year, but it was at the end of a term. Bin Laden got killed election year. Um, what What did George Bush Jr. do? Guys put into a war. We're not going to switch out presidents, bro. Keep him in there. He started the fight. And that's it. You mad. It's a gross speech. <laughs> It's a gross speech with that, with, uh, what was it, Afghanistan? Iraq, because it said, I think I talked to you about this before. It said, um, something like, basically it said the allies of our enemies are our enemies. So you got Iraq, you got Jordan, you got Kuwait, you got all these neighboring countries. And as soon as you say, oh, this guy that's in Iraq is from Jordan, now Jordan's my enemy. What? This one guy, this group? There's 200 people out of all the, all the people. So that's how we get in all these conflicts with all these nations and all these countries from, from a speech that was given that ultimately said, one, uh, the president doesn't need Congress to go to war, and two, the allies of our enemy is our enemy. 
And that's where you get deeper and you go, we're always spending all this time fighting all these fights over there. We got stuff to do over here. But that's a that's a whole nother podcast topic. I don't get involved in none of that. No, I don't either. I don't but pay attention to none once of you it, get exposed to it. I have it, never voted. I think I registered to vote when I was 18. That was the it. Like, <clears throat> once you get exposed to it, some of it's sickening. You kind of go, what? No, there. So I just watch people, and 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 there's instances like right now in the coronavirus, and there's nothing political about this. This is turned into a political podcast. But that's what that's what's going on. Like but I think, people turn this into political. Like why? I don't understand why politics come into play. I don't understand why people are arguing about socialism and all this stuff. Like how about the government is just doing what's right for American people? How about yeah. this is just a really trying time and we're all trying to figure out how to get through it together. And th- how about we support like nobody wants their constitutional rights stripped away. They are in New York. But for the betterment of our country, a right. temporary suspension of some of our rights. Yeah. I, I see that that is necessary and I'm okay with with so I'm okay see, with it if it's going to save everybody. You see where it is, though. Well, they the, take, the fear give them, is, give them an is inch, that, they take a mile. Right. The fear is that once you give up some, you're yeah. never getting it back, or they're going to take more than what's needed. That's what, like there is a lot of fear in that. That's all I'm saying about New York. I mean, there's, there's, there's rolling out the, the national guard and the military to patrol the streets and force people to stay in their homes and all that stuff. Well, right. there's a show called Handmaid's Tale. When I watch that, I'm like, that is not, we're not far from that. Like, that could very easily happen. So all of this stuff is going on, and I'm like, oh, shit, blessed be the fruit. Right. May the Lord open, because we are about to be there. Well, that's what I was saying about New York. Um, You go to jail if you have a pistol. Just have one. Right now or just always? It's 41 years. And that's where the give them an inch to take a mile. You know what I mean? If you had, and it's weird. Like here, you can't. I've just been sheltered in Idaho. Like Idaho is the wild, wild west. No, I'm exposing you to it. Here, so this is silly because I didn't really notice. I buy a pistol here, right? They have to sell me a 10-round magazine. I can carry a 15 or 20, but they're only allowed to sell you a 10. I'm like, what? And there's a gang of YouTube videos out there showing you that the difference between a 15 and a 10 Ultimately, comes to practice if you want to cause you know hate and discontent. It's just practice, being able to drill, and I think well that that gets into other stuff. But um, like New York, you go to jail, jail, not a ticket. You go to jail if I if I go to New York, get pulled over, whatever, and have a just an empty magazine, nothing else. It's in my luggage. I went to Oklahoma for three months and I left the magazine in there. I'm going to jail. For a magazine? Yes, because of the capacity of the magazine. If you have a fifteen, if you have an eleven round magazine, but only have ten rounds in it, you go to jail. As long. And that's what kind of like not. I don't know if it's specifically constitutional, right? You know, right to bear arms and all that. But when they start getting nitpicky like that, and then fully charging you, that's the worst part. I saw this thing on YouTube where this lady got redirected. She's going from I don't know Florida, Chicago to Virginia. Redirected to New York, they land. They end up having to like recheck her bags or whatever. Well, what's in your bag? She's like, my gun. So what are you talking about? She went to jail for being redirected. She stayed in jail. Well, yes, they take you. They charge you. You can't have a firearm in New York. Wow. So it's that kind of stuff where I go. That's ah, gross. 
they're don't, they don't make it difficult. Because now I lived in New Jersey, you and maybe this is everywhere, I'm just naive, you have to get a permit to be able to buy a weapon. And then if you buy it, you can't carry it. You still have to apply to carry it. So Man, Ohio, Idaho, Ohio, as long as you're a resident, you can walk in, you can buy a gun, you can open carry, you can conceal carry. You don't need you don't need anybody's permission. Yeah, Ohio's like it. that. I didn't, I wish I knew that when I was eighteen. Ohio's like that. As long as my record's clean on a felony or anything, right. I can go up there, fill the paperwork out, this is my address, they call up the FFL or whatever if I buy a gun. Yep, this guy's good, and I'll walk out with my gun in. Well, back then, I can walk out immediately until Clinton changed it. <laughs> Dang, a waiting period. But, yeah, I walk out. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I think the fear is of, you know, not going out. And I think I told you about this the other day. If if the better thing is to stay inside, and you, when I drive to work, there's nobody on the roads like it was. Like it was. Um, if the best thing is to stay inside, it's it's kind of like I tell the kids. It's better for you to take the precaution advice me making you. Right. So if if this is contagious and your job shut down or whatever, just stay in the house. Or if you're gonna go to the store, that's fine. Don't go. Which is great driving if I around get, and all. Which this would stuff. be great if I could get uh, grocery store pickup or grocery store delivery, but I can't. I'm so saying essential stuff. I'm forced to go in and mingle with all the idiots that don't think this is serious. Yeah. That's where I have a problem. Do what you do. I don't care. If you oh. die, your family, you set your family up, all that stuff, that's your problem. You know what? But I have to, at some point in time, cross your path. Right. And then you, you're going to get me sick. You know what would be... You what? Know, I was thinking about this. First of all, who's making the ventilators? They should be making a killing right now, right? Hey, let's, China. Let's up those things up 50%. China makes the ventilators or they make the parts that we need to produce them. But GM is going to start making them. Thanks a lot. Yeah, General Motors retrofitted all their stuff. Yeah. So they can make them ventilators. And now. it's local. No, uh, what was it? No NAFTA. Um, I was thinking if you really, if you, if, if Safeway wanted to do this, <laughs> this is what you do. You going to break it down for us? Yeah. Okay. You do a fast pass, just like at the amusement park. So you say, man, I want to go to grocery shopping Thursday. You go on the app. Thursday, four four o'clock to four thirty, whatever, and you go show up. Here's your phone. They scan it. Oh, yep, you're Desiree. Cool, let's go. And it's the same limits. You can go and get one toilet paper. You same things. So that way, just like the gun shop. So you have the appointment shop. Yeah, for this right now. So no more than ten people in the store. All that stuff. Whatever the number is, you know what I'm saying. That that, that if I wish I had the money or know how or another day off because I would definitely do. I this. think the concept is is good, but I don't think that logistically you could execute it because there's way more people than there are grocery stores. So there's just there's not enough to to follow. No more than ten people. Well, I'm an idea guy. Let's just say that. Okay. My I'm, point. I'm a logical person. My point is they could. <laughs> They, that's always anonymous. They could do something like that. And to I where, mean, they could, yeah, they could set it up. They could set it up where you have to come and take a ticket and then go sit in your car. Yeah, that's, what the, that's what the gun put shop put a ticket does. reader out and you can't come in and tell and then they can maintain the capacity of the store. Yeah. I think that that would work a little better, but. That's what the gun shop does. I went up there, you pull a ticket, lady comes out, 12. You go in, look at their empty shelves, and walk out. 
<laughs> she waited yeah. all that time for nothing. Uh, I at least wanted to see what was up. But yeah, man. I don't know. And I was really thinking about um, like what's it going to be. Hopefully, I would I would only say in about six months for sure, everything will die down. They'll get a vaccination, is it called? They'll get that. And then we'll I don't think to... they're getting a vaccine that fast. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, these daggone Harvard studies, they can get a daggone vaccine, man. Yeah, they have to go through trials. Okay. And human trials. And then they got to do some studies. I think that they That's are That's the scary going, part. I think they're going to have more success with plasma in the short term than they will a vaccine. Yeah. But most vaccines are 12 to 18 months out. Vaccines mm. take a long time to develop. That's what they want you to think. Okay. That's what they want you to think. Conspiracy theories. No. I just read too many books. About conspiracies? Yeah. <laughs> you think 9-11 was government? Uh... You think the government flew a plane into the trade center? It's hard to say. I don't know. I no. I'd say no because I don't have I don't have anything specifically to say. Yeah, it is that. But like the Pentagon thing, where whatever tax office got hit, that's kind of coincidental. And then the camera footage, whatever it's cameras, right? But it doesn't. It shows a plane would have to have flown like twelve inches off the ground. And you worked there. Had to fly 12 inches off the ground to hit the building that way. Because if a plane were to hit the Pentagon, it would have to come up here. And then I would, uh, I can't really, don't really know the layout. It all would have to hit and then end up in the courtyard. A plane. So the way. Well, the, unless it hit from the center out. Because the courtyard, it's, but the, way the, the whole thing is empty in the, in the middle. But I'm saying the way a plane would have to come down. Even if it landed in the, uh, what do you call it, in the grass and skidded in, it's going to hit more than just that office. But the way the video showed is there was almost like this dart that was uh, parallel with the ground going into the building. There's things like that where I go, ah, the footage is grainy. It's like it's the uh, two-second delay, like clip, 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 vice, uh, 100 frames a second or whatever. So you look at that stuff, you go, ah, that's kind of weird. They just... You think that we really went on the moon? Um. <laughs> so that's so. I mean, look at if you look at the time of it, there was a space race, and back then, and I've heard Neil deGrasse Tyson say it would be hard to fake going to the moon. Blah 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 blah. If it's publicly known, we have to get there before the Russians, and miraculously we get there, right? And then this was a few years ago. We get there, and then uh, what's the guy? Nixon's on the phone with the guys on the moon. But then now, 2016 at least, they say we don't have the technology to talk to the people on the moon like that. What? This guy, and that's where the smoke and mirrors. <laughs> Nixon's on a phone, on a, on a rotary phone, picks up, and he's talking to Neil Armstrong or whoever it is on the moon. Now we have to wait to get the bright side of the moon or whatever, and the guy's... Uh, in not Mayport. What's the place in Cape Canaveral? They can talk to him. It's just all that kind of stuff is just very weird. It's very odd, but a lot of it's odd because I have I've never read anything about it. Do I think we went to the moon? That that, that kind of stuff is to the point where I I, I really don't care. But I can see, <laughs> but I can see us faking it 
to beat the Russians. Because I remember the the big Russia Russia US uh, Russia USA battle. Like that was a real thing. So I could see us going, yeah, we got it, yeah, we got it. You know what I mean? But then the astronauts, they want to fight people and all this kind of stuff. And it's so it's so far behind. It's it's so long ago that if you watch some of the old, <coughs> there's one old interview of the astronauts, and one of the guys just looks real depressed and stuff. Doesn't really want to talk about anything. That could be because he went to the moon. He's it has some kind of effect on him, or it could be he was upset that they had to do this press tour, knowing that they're lying. But that's imposed. That's like, hey, don't talk. To, Tommy's a real jerk. Don't talk to him. I don't even know Tommy. Let me go talk to Tommy, and I'll figure out if he's a jerk. You know what I mean? What else you got? This can be the conspiracy podcast. <laughs> well, we can keep I just, going. I can't invest that much time in it. It just doesn't, none of it matters to me whether it happened or not. Like, oh, okay, yeah, it sure happened. Yeah. But I'm the person that believes that, you know, we were created from Adam and Eve. Yeah. And there's people out there that bring all the science and the science explains it. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's all confirmation nothing, bias. Nothing can matter of factly confirm that we came from Adam and Eve, but I believe we came from Adam and Eve. Yeah. And and science that you can come and you can prove yeah, you can prove you can prove a hundred thousand things to me, but it's not going to change the fact what do you it's smell? Cigarettes? No. No. That's on the podcast now. <laughs> Sniffing the mic. It's time to go to bed. It's past midnight. Oh, it's almost midnight. Yeah. Uh, I'm sleepy. My back needs to be cracked. And I need to wash my hands. Yeah. All that stuff, man. Adam and Eve. It's all whatever you think to believe it. So it's very... That history stuff is very difficult to work with. It's like the... uh, Yeah, who wrote the books? And why you got to keep translating it? Why not just say that's what it is? I'm not talking about just the Bible. But don't, that, let's that's not take a, the Bible apart. But no, but that's a big about, one for me. I'm like, because even when I was a kid, I was like, why do they got 17 versions? Why not just use this word and just tell us what it means? So yeah, they constantly change it. I'm like, all right, let's keep it. And this is what my thing with religion is. It's all pretty simple. You know, don't steal from people, treat people not. It's all basically simple. And then you start getting the intricacies, like do this to people, do that to people. Uh, if you don't do this, this person will do this. Okay, I got it. I got it. Would be nice to people, right? Well, yeah. Let's focus on that. You know what I'm saying? But all the versions in the Bible, I was just like, even as a kid, I'm like, huh? Ah, whatever. You go, man. Eat good food, sing songs. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> what? Didn't you just worry about the potlucks? <sighs> Dude, bunt cake? The potlucks were legit. No. They don't do that anymore. No. Peanut allergies. Uh-huh. That's, that's government <laughs> influence. Peanut allergies. Oh my word. Every mother that has a child with an allergen right now is cringing at you. Mm. Well, that's the kind of stuff I want to, uh, I just got to read. Where'd that come from? Though? Think about it. I don't know any other, I guess, poison no, I think it. No, I think it comes from the completely modified <coughs> foods. We get so far away. But I want to know where what, it came from. You know what I mean? Man, like all the what, chemicals, all the extra crap they put it? in our food. That's why we're going to build Yo, a garden. Yo, why does the milk last a month after the expiration date now? No, it used you know, to be when I was a kid. If you like got two, three, two, weeks, three yeah. No, you got 
two, three days out from the expiration date and it started oh. to taste a little tart. Like, it's about to turn. Yeah, yeah. Hurry yeah. up and use it because yeah. it's about to turn. That's but, where I got the shake from. Drinking old milk. You shake it to get that because uh, it'll separate. You'll shake it. Mm. I remember you used to be like, why you ain't shake the milk? It's a habit, dude. <laughs> that yeah, that one good shake. Because if you don't see it separated, eh, it didn't exist. It's the taste. Yeah. It, yeah. it turns. But you, you know, lactate, lactate lasts nine months. Well, I remember we, forgetting about some in the laughed. fridge. We left and we went to Idaho yeah. and left Costco milk in the fridge. And yeah. it was well over a month so past want, the expiration date and we had no milk and the kids wanted some food so i was yeah. like oh, i'm gonna test it it was fine yeah and i was like that's a problem so the thing so man we we really gotta wrap this up my concern and this is why i did have, like that janky what happens when we don't talk to your wife for a few weeks like we oh, oh we kind of like talking to each other we might like talking to each other uh <laughs> but that's why what do you how do you fix it so uh, I think your brother asked me, and just people when I talk about making, start putting another garden there. I mean, a lemon's a dollar, man. That's expensive. Yeah. You know, so if you can, when you go buy the seeds for twelve cents, yeah, you get you, multiples. Like for us, like you may have to dump hundreds of bucks if you're going to build a raised bed and all this stuff, right? You know, you get you, you got to invest some money or time, but in the long run, if you learn how to plant the stuff is it harvest yeah yeah plant it harvest and store it so now i got are you gonna learn how stuff. to can uh I, I mean i can't no pun intended i can but i was looking at um i saw one thing i think it was on youtube where they had carrots and all this stuff and they basically pulled them but then put them back in dirt and put them in the basement in this like dark spot and through all through the winter they just have fresh carrots they didn't have to worry about going out in the yard and getting them or winterizing their garden and putting the plastic or whatever over it to protect it from the frost. They didn't have to worry about any of that stuff. So that's what I want to know, learn more than canning because canning. Um, so you want a cellar? I want to learn learn how to do it so you we can. You want a cellar where they find the bodies. What? That's, I don't want a cellar. Who are you, Jeffrey Dahmer? Like that's where all the bad stuff oh, happens man, I had a in Dahmer the cellar. Joke. <laughs> oh. we gotta stop this podcast I'm gonna find a joke it was funny all the movies man and everybody ends up in the cellar some chick well if you call it a basement up, nothing happens chained up you don't just put your stuff in a it's gotta be a, a cool room basement like we had one cool. we had one in the house that my parents built where uh, there was a there was a hole in the and the foundation of the house that went outside and we had that so we could just drop wood in that into the wood room but that room wasn't insulated that room was colder and you shut the door and that's where you kept all your stuff mm-hmm. and when we were in washington it was a room that was built into the garage oh my god my brothers used to lock me in that room and there was no light in there and it was right. pitch it was terrifying what is it terrifying um so you have a basement and then there's another room it was in our basement yeah it's a it's it's just it's a colder room that's well i say i call it weird but our basement was uh it was underground right it's a basement it was cold enough to do what i'm talking about well you put it you put it back on where you have two exterior walls and you don't insulate it as much or whatnot so that it stays colder it probably was something in the long in the, in the olden days. 
You keep food and stuff. Yeah. But I don't know Sellers. when. Yeah, I don't know. We I've, I've, like dirt cellars. They're legit dirt cellars oh. where people would just dig out holes and reinforce it and put a roof on it and whatnot. But you go down into the ground, mm. and that's where you would keep all of your produce and all that stuff, really? so it would last longer. No, nah, I'm talking. I think uh, I want to say this was in the people's basement, but it was like in the cut. It was dark. They went over there, pulled. It may have been a cellar, but that's why I want to learn more pickling or whatever canning. Canning. Yeah. I don't know how to do none of that. I did it all as a kid, but I don't know how to do it now. But, um, dang, oh, man, we're going to start talking about something. But, yeah. No, we, we got to go to bed. Yeah, I know. There's one more thing. But if we do that, then when all these big uh, things happen, you're not so pressed. Because you're like, well. Oh, my first thought was up. like, damn, we're, we need to be by my parents. Yeah. My parents, they, they I don't know how many elk and deer they got in the freezer, but right. they've got, probably shouldn't put this much out. Don't raid my parents' house, please. Um, But they have two of the full-size freezers. They have one chest and one yeah. stand-up. We didn't even talk about and that. And then they got an extra fridge that has another freezer, and then they got the fridge in the house. Yeah, we got we to do it. And then they stuff. have, she's got, my mom, oh my gosh, she's got two, like, she took two hallway closets and turned them into pantries. Now, granted, it's because she has the daycare. Yeah. So. But they don't need to go anywhere for a solid six months. Like, they don't yeah. need anything. And then she's a germaphobe, so she's already stocked up on hand sanitizer, Lysol, all that stuff. Like, she could straight hunker down. They could just, they could go down, they could take the trailer, go down to the river, and never be around people, period. Yeah. And they could just ride the whole thing out. That's what I was going to, uh, I wish we, we, we could wrap this up. This is the 12th time we said that. But how many people after this are going to be smart and not go out and re, what do you call that, re something? You, know, sorry, you used to get after me for keeping this stuff. What stuff? I always keep a stocked pantry by extras. Yeah. I used to, I used to get a no. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I, I don't remember it. I don't remember it. Yes. Um, you but can how many, me. But how many people are going to change? I don't know, I'm Probably about, nobody. I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about this, drastic. This will. This. I feel like this will I'm go out 41. as quickly as I've it never came seen, in. I've never seen anything like this at 41. Never well, seen no anything, anything like this. I've never seen anything right. like this. Right. You asked me two weeks ago if America shut down. And on one of my lives, I'm like, that's what's happening in Italy. It will never happen here. The government will never shut us down like that it's not gonna happen people right, right the government's gonna tell us to do it people won't do it they'll have to enforce it by martial law they'll have to enforce it by guns and and putting people in their homes it's not gonna happen yeah. well, we're on our way to that now yeah now two weeks later you ask me if it's gonna happen oh it's gonna happen but how many people so my thing is this even this right now right now right minus people not having jobs like who's doing stuff now prep to be not over prepared but just to be prepared yo i want the the bunker in the ground i want the whole thing well that's what i was talking about doomsday prepper that's a bit much no man i would forget it Um, this this is as close to every zombie apocalypse movie you've ever seen you gotta have this is as close as it gets in real life you gotta have there you gotta have kids to know how to use them too if you get, because either you're going to no, prep, you no, gonna be, I'm you're going to down into a bunker where the only way to get into it is from the, the, from the outside. 
No. You got to have an air vent. Man, no. I'm going to have like a legit bunker. You are not getting in. Have you watched the show like Rain? Have you you watched? There's. I'll show you some. I watched The Office, Scrubs, (laughs) Archer. I will reference some apocalyptic movies and I will show you what I want. Well, I do. I do wonder, man. I really are, don't want all that, are people going to change? No, I don't think they will. That's why I think that this will. I think that this will fizzle out as quickly as it ignited. Like it ignited. It, it, ha- it ignited somebody, so fast here. Somebody has to. Has to say, I'm getting a deep freezer and I'm keeping turkeys or whatever. And I'm not, I'm not talking about everything. I'm not talking I'm, about. I don't. Th- I don't think it's going to happen. I think. Especially here where we are. So two weeks ago, I never thought that it would even make it. Like, I was not worried about it at all. Right. Like, oh, well, Ebola never came. SARS. Ebola Ebola was here. Not like that, though. Like, Like, we had it, but it was very confined. And it was people that went over to help and came back. Yeah. It was so confined. That it was not ever scary. Mm-hmm. This was never scary. This is freaking frightening now. Yeah. Like it's it it's here. It came very fast, mm-hmm. and I think that it's gonna hang out for a while. But I think it's gonna go out the same way that it came in. It's just gonna be like poof, it's gone. Yeah. And then people are gonna. That's it. People are gonna be over it. It's gone. It's over it. Go back to your regular day, and do your regular life, and live just the way that you did before COVID came. Yeah. I don't think that it is going to have any lasting impacts think, on anybody. I think it will. It has to. There has to be somebody else out there that thinks like me. I'm not trying to put a guard out there because of this. But with this happening, I'm going, I will be because I don't eat enough vegetables to do that. I know. I'm going to change some things. But like, I think, I'm going to make sure that I have a reserve of some very important things like I will definitely have more hand sanitizer, Lysol, things like that on yeah. hand. Things that now after living through this, now I know like these are the these are the true necessities and right. these are the things that are so hard to get and I really wish that I would have had them now. Like we used to laugh at my grandma queen all the time because she was like a she was kind of a hoarder, but she she was fully stocked. Like when she passed away, I think she had like eleven or twelve cases of two ply toilet paper, Costco size, right. in her basement. She still got them toilet paper. No, wow. I was thinking about it the other day though. Like, damn, we need Grandma Queen's toilet paper. Right. Um, and she had like eight to ten cans of coffee. Like she had just abundances of stuff that, that's that she saying. had stocked up, and she had so much stuff that it was it was bad. But that's what I mean. But is she this, lived through the depression. Is this our depression? It has to be. I think it is. And that's what I mean. Not I'm mean, I'm 41, right? So let's look at well. I guess if 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 Cutter was not, I guess he was more not wise. It's not the word. If he was more sensitive to what was going on, he'd probably do it too. He probably. I, mean, I remember when I was 18. This this and this happened. See, I don't think our children. Maybe, maybe he's old enough. But I think our other two were, are young enough that this won't resonate i mean that's what i'm saying him like he's old enough he's an adult and if you're more sensitive to it he may be like once he's like 23 24 he has his jobs career whatever he's like oh man i remember that thing i'm gonna stock up on this because this is this is my it may not because he's with mom and dad and there will be there will be no 
there's no urgency. No, but I'm just talking about for him. I don't think it's going to affect him. No, that's what I, no, that's what I just I don't said. Think, but I don't if think he was more sensitive a... at 18, I think if he were more sensitive to it at 18, even living with your parents, he would still go, I remember that thing. I'm going to get this stuff. Yeah. And this may be his like trickle off Great Depression thing where he's not some hoarder, right? But he hones his hunting skills or, you know, whatever it is. Because even when I got here and we had 17 Bambis in the in the freezer, I was like, well, what is this? I didn't know we had all that stuff. And that that little thing is what I'm talking about. Like, man, why? I'm not looking at it like now. Why don't we have it? I'm thinking, man, that'd be great to have now. Game meat tastes a little different, but it's good as a burger. You can get yeah. through it. You know what I mean? Well, you can season it. So, yeah. I think that I'm completely. Out I think of maybe spot. his age, like they will. I don't know. They can go one of two ways. I think our younger ones, though. I think when they look back on it, um, it's their uphill both ways with no shoes story. Yeah. But I think more what that, what the younger children will take away from this is, um. They live in a gener- they live in a generation that is so fast and so busy that there's not as much time spent with kids and making memories and all that stuff. So I think that this is their snippet of our childhood. Yeah, he'll remember. And it. I think that yes, but be- but I think the things that they will remember about, they're not gonna remember the urgencies. They're not gonna remember they're gonna remember they're gonna remember those giant coloring pictures. They're gonna remember yeah, those here's the kicker. Here's the here's the kicker, <laughs> right? I was just thinking about this the other day. It's midnight, and you were just screaming into the mic. This is this probably what year is this? Twenty twenty, the past twenty twenty. Yeah, the past fifteen years is probably the most documented time in world history. When he's thirty. He'll be able to type in 2020 coronavirus and all that stuff is out there. No different than we could right. type He's in. He's going to be able to see the news and all that stuff, but it's but personal think, experience. But I think he'll make that connection. Be... He'll make that connection of why did I graduate a year later? Or, yeah, why was I at home for nine weeks that time? Like, he'll be able to make that connection. He'll be able to not yeah. make the connection. He'll be able to look it up and go, oh, that's what that was about. You know right. what I'm saying? The youngest, nah, she don't know nothing. Man, she asked me the other day, she said, when is the virus going to be over? Mm. I'm like, I don't know. She said, I really want to go back to school. Ooh. Yeah, I was like, oh. How does this get under here? I don't know. <laughs> but probably when you were yelling in your mic. Yo, bro. Let's wrap it up. Wrap yeah. it up. Close it out. Wash your hands <laughs> all the time so that this doesn't even become a problem next time. Stop hoarding all the stuff. You don't need that much. I wonder how many people are going to throw an abundance of stuff away. So here, also the grocery stores. I'm proud of the grocery stores. You know what? I'm proud of why them. Are you proud of the grocery because stores? Because they got real. they've changed all their return policies, so yeah. you can't go and return all that stuff that you went and hoarded. Amen. I'm glad. Good, and I'm glad that. That Amazon and eBay took a stand against that asshole that drove around the country and scooped up. He was a up. jerk, for He should have. Uh, he he was selling three dollar masks for fifty bucks. Yeah, he should have bumped up a few dollars. I'm not mad at that. Right? Yeah. But come on, okay. son. But, I mean, he straight up just 
okay, I'm going to get rich. He said, too, I thought I was going to I was gonna set myself up for life off this. That's weird. Like, you are dirty. You are a freaking piece of shit. You dirty old man. Yeah, all right. Wash your hands. It's time to go to bed. Where can they reach us? What's your washing song? This is the ABCs 1, 2, 3. Oh, you're lame. Behind the scenes. Okay. Available. YouTube, Instagram, where else? Facebook. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on SoundCloud. The podcast is available. Where else? Google Play Store. iTunes. iTunes. Yeah. Your mom's phone. I don't know. What's the other one? <laughs> I don't know. Spotify. You're, you're the guy. I'm trying to think of it. I think that was it. I'm trying to get on iHeartRadio, too. iHeart mm-hmm. has a podcast. I love you. Love you too. All right. Say goodbye to the Instagram people. Bye. Say goodbye to the YouTube people and the goodbye. podcast people. Shay, it's her. <laughs> Just she's her? <laughs> Just the only one. Huh? Yo, she's our diehard Instagram YouTube fan. Oh, thanks for liking the few people like the Instagram follow thing. Oh. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.